kind of faith it takes to climb out of this boat of men under the crashing waves to step out of my comfort zone into the realm of the unknown where Jesus is and he's holding out his hand but the waves are calling out my name and they laugh at me reminding me of all the times I've tried before and failed the waves they keep on telling me time and time again boy you never win you never win but the voice of truth tells me a different story the voice of truth says do not be afraid
The Sons of Liberty is a politically neutral organization. We believe that the Judeo-Christian ethic has provided the principles upon which this nation was founded. It is our belief that these principles provide not only the foundation and framework for American government and society, but are also essential to the maintenance of a fair and just society. All program content is based on a Christian biblical worldview. One of you said to me recently that we shouldn't rock the boat. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I want to tell you that I am a boat rocker. Good day, America. Welcome Christians, conservatives, constitutionalists, liberals, libertarians, communists, Islamists, LGBTQ, RSTV, WXYZ people, all the boat rockers in the house, and anybody else I may have missed to the Sons of Liberty radio show here on Red State Talk Radio, where we use the Bible and the Constitution not to see who's on the right or the left, but who is on the straight and narrow. I'm your host, Tim Brown, coming to you live from the U.S. occupied state of South Carolina. The editor at SonsOfLibertyMedia.com, and for Muslim friends, I'm the infidel that Allah warns about. I hold to the book, the Bible, as the authoritative word of God. Glad that you guys have joined us this morning. If you would like to check us out online, please do so. SonsOfLibertyRadio.com, and also SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. In fact, if you're listening by way of the radio and you want to watch the video portion of the radio show, that's right, you can see the faces made for radio, head over to SonsOfLibertyMedia.com, and uh, there you're going to see uh, two videos at the top of the page. The one on the top, uh, the one on the left, excuse me, they're both on the top. The one on the left is Bradley's show from yesterday, so if you missed that, you can catch it up until 3 p.m. Eastern today, at which time he'll um, be live in that area. On the right side of the page is where we're at. Click on the play button, blow it up on whatever device you got there. Look for the Rumble icon, bottom right-hand corner. Click on that. Join us in the chat on Rumble. Got a lot of friends over there this morning, so good morning to you guys. Good to see you. And um, while you're over there, please subscribe to the channel, Sons of Liberty Radio Live. Sons of Liberty Radio Live on Rumble. And then also, before it's news.com, top of the page over there, uh, we appreciate Michael Roach and his team giving us a spot on their platform. Right up under where we're streaming live is where you can sign up for our email newsletter. Again, that goes out once a day, late afternoon, early evening. All the articles we have at sonsoflibertymedia.com, including... The morning show archive. So, whatever we got today, video, documents, articles, scripture references, all that, that'll be in the archive, okay? So, you don't have to worry about pen and paper unless you just want to. You know, some people do that, and I know a lot of people are getting ready for work. Some people are working, so you're not doing all that stuff anyway, okay? Um, <clears throat> also, our store is available. You can get there with the menu link off the top of the page, sonsoflibertymedia.com, or you can go there directly at the Sons of Liberty. Don't forget the. TheSonsOfLiberty.Squarespace.com. We are highlighting Bradley's book, All the Prophets. We're pointing to the front. Uh, that's $10 in our store. Again, you can get there by TheSonsOfLiberty.Squarespace.com. And then also we have Soldier of the Cross book. That's also $10. We had highlighted that for several months. And uh, that's available still in the store, as well as the bundle pack for Soldier of the Cross. And that includes the book, a shirt of your size, and a dog tag, your color, black or silver starting at $34, and it starts there depending on your shirt size, whether or not it goes up, okay? All right, so be sure and uh, check that out, and uh, we do appreciate uh, your support very much. Now, let me move a window around here uh, because I'm wanting to be able to see 
since I don't have a guest, I can put this in this screen here. You guys usually don't see what goes on behind. <laughs> well, sometimes you do when my <laughs> software is acting up and you get a shot at one screen. Um, and that's been, that one screen that you saw with all the stuff going on has been whittled down quite a bit. It was just completely full before. Uh, but in any case, we've got that. Now, I apologize for yesterday. Uh, we had a problem logging the, the, the live stream on Rumble. I was so frustrated. My mind was just, because it's after six and I still couldn't get the thing to take. So, uh, apologize for that. I uh, just want to let you guys know that we, we were having a little issue getting things on with Rumble. Also... Uh, I got a message yesterday that one of our listeners, uh, Tammy, I believe she is in Florida, if I'm, I'm not Florida, in Hawaii, um, has went to be with the Lord. And uh, we want to pray for, for her husband and her family, that God would give them comfort. He'd be God of all comfort for them. And uh, I believe her husband's named Wes. So please keep them in your prayers. Um, what a sweet what a sweet couple. Um, she had messaged me a couple of times over the years um, and just really kind people. So, um, you know, we pray the Lord would uh, comfort them in, uh, in this time where uh, she has gone to be with him and leaves others behind. Yes, there's cause for rejoicing. She goes to be with the Lord, yes, but there's still that hurt, right? I mean, that comes from the person's not going to be there anymore in this life. And uh, so, yeah, we, uh, we send out our prayers to the Lord that he might uh, comfort that family. Um, and thankful to the Lord that uh, we had time to get to know her a little bit. So, with that said, today, um, <clears throat> you know, we're going to be talking about the voice of, of tyrants, the voice of tyranny, the voice of treason. They all go together. They all go together. And in that, you know, now it's like used to be people were sneaky about their treason. You know, they do it in the back room. It's kind of going whispers. You know, you, you, you know what I'm saying? When people are doing wrong, what do they usually do? They try to cover it up. They try to hide it, right? They try to do it in the dark. They try to do it in secret. Not anymore. I mean, people are just coming out and saying stuff. And the latest here, and, and look, I'm going to take you through some things. I didn't get a chance to pull up all, all the video I wanted to. But nevertheless, whether it's video, whether it's an article we've written based on something that was said or whatever the case may be, the voice is the same. And it doesn't matter if it's coming from a Democrat or Republican or Libertarian or whoever. The lawlessness, the tyranny, and the treason abound. Okay? Now, they're not all the same thing. All of them are lawless. That's true. But the, 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 the general point of what they're speaking comes from the same source, their daddy. The lawless one. The evil one, the wicked one. That it's coming from their daddy. It's not coming from Christ. It isn't coming from the Lord. It's coming from the adversary. Now, <clears throat> if you guys have been paying attention uh, and you were listening to Bradley yesterday, um, you 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 heard this video that's been out by Ilhan Omar. Um, I'm just going to tell you what I think. Um, sometimes the woman, she's just been to the spa and cleaned up, and most of the times 
she looks like she hasn't had a bath and cleaned herself up really in a long time. Now you say, well, that's just that's just an attack on her personal appearance. Okay, fair, fair enough. But but look at what she does. Look at what she does. This woman, let me back up here just a second. This woman is corrupt. She is she has been funneling hundreds of thousands of dollars to the guy she's married to who she was committing adultery with before, okay? I thought that was a stoning offense in Islam. It's a stoning offense in, in Christianity, I can tell you that. Oh, no, it isn't, Tim. The law has gone away. Let me tell you something. The same God that gave the law, gave the punishment, and he's the same one who redeems men unto himself. But he hasn't changed his stance on the death penalty or what sin is. He hasn't. And if you think so, you have been deceived by what I term as some portion or in full dispensationalism, dividing up the scriptures uh, in such a way that it does not render the scriptures as truth, it starts distorting who Israel is, what the law of God is, does it apply today, does it not apply? I mean, there's all this stuff that goes along with it. So she's corrupt in that, she was doing that, she was an adulteress, obviously, messing around with this guy beforehand. We know from one guy, um, who I think he was from Qatar, and he gave uh, testimony under deposition that Ilhan Omar was easily controlled with sex and money. Mm-hmm. She's a supporter of insurrectionists like Black Lives Matter and Antifa. She is an insurrectionist herself. Ilhan Omar is. She's a self-professed liar. I've got links to all this in my article on SonsOfLibertyMedia.com, by the way. She's a defender of Islamic Jihad and Jihadis. Remember that time in Minnesota she voted that uh, anybody engaged in Jihad and they die in the process of committing Jihad, that their families would get paid insurance money instead of the insurance company being allowed to say, wait, wait, wait a minute, this guy was engaged in, in mass murder. Uh, we're not paying you for that. He chose this way. Many of us have suspected she's in the country illegally through fraud. Okay, you can go back and look at the timeline. It just doesn't match up. By the way, uh, you people wanting to fuss about foreigners and illegal immigrants and all this other stuff. Uh, this guy uh, on the Republican side, uh, Vivek Ramaswamy, that guy's not a natural born citizen. Go read your constitution. Go back and read Vitale's Law of Nations, the only guy that I know of who actually defines a natural-born citizen as well as a natural-born subject, okay? And our founders had three copies of his books when they wrote the Constitution, so they knew what he said, and they knew what he meant by natural-born citizen, and that's why they wrote a president and would be a natural-born citizen. What does that mean, Tim? Oh, well, I've got the Bond Ark, you know, case, and this, this solves it. No, it doesn't. They knew what a natural-born citizen was. Somebody who had both parents who were citizens and had a child. It didn't matter where they had it. They were citizens. They were subjects of whatever realm they were in. And he, he doesn't meet that criteria any more than Kamala Harris or Ted Cruz or Mitt Romney's dad or... Who was the other? Barack Hussein Obama, Satoru Sabarka. You pick all these guys. It, people just dismiss that. They don't care about, they don't care what the law says anymore, including the Republicans, by the way. 
Because they'll get behind these guys and they'll say, well, if the, uh, if the Democrats can do it. See, that's the mindset that they want you in. They want you in that mindset where they can control you through lawlessness. And if you'll submit to that lawlessness, if you'll even get on board and say, if our guy commits it, if our guy does the lawlessness, then it's okay. That's exactly where they want you because you're easily controlled. You're easily controlled. All right, so this is, um, this is Ilhan Omar, and she's speaking to a group of Somalians, okay? And this runs a little over three minutes, so take a listen to what she has to say here, and you see if you pick up on the voice of treason. She sounds like she's at a 7-Eleven. Okay, so I'm going to have to back up here just a little bit, so let me do this, okay? She talks about the Somalians. I'm going to have, she's because she's speaking the language there. I'm going to have to take and read off the subtitles here for you guys on the radio. So she says, we love each other. Okay. She said, there are areas of friction and that led us to kill each other. Hmm. But in reality, we're an organized society. Brothers and sisters. People of the same blood. Here's the problem she doesn't get, is the Bible says that we're all created out of one blood. Acts chapter 17. It's not just the Somalians that are one blood. The Somalians, the Americans, the Africans, the Australians, the Russians, the British, all of us, are com- we come from the same source. Ultimately, we go back to our Father, the Lord, the one who created us all. We go back to him through Adam and through Eve. So here she says, she says, people who know they're Somalians first. Muslim second. You're Somali first. You're Muslim second who protect one another, come to each other's aid, and to the aid of other Muslims too. But don't forget those Christians. We're not coming to their aid. A couple of days ago, we heard some people who called themselves Somalis. Somaliland. Or claim to be Somalis have signed on MOU with Ethiopia on access to the sea. I do not even know what an MOU is in Somali, an agreement. She's talking about something she doesn't even, she admits she doesn't even know what it is. But when Bradley was talking about meeting her in Minnesota a couple of years ago, as she gave a talk and he said she was dumber than a box of hammers, I think he's probably right on. And And then she says, oh, it is an agreement. I'm sorry, my grasp of the Somali language is atrocious. She is a Somali. She came over here, I think, as an older teenager. She might have been in her 20s. I don't remember. I think she was an older teenager. Her father's here. He was considered a terrorist in that country. And I, you know, look, I get it. I, I do really get it. If I step back, you know, one man's, it really is true. One man's freedom fighter is another man's terrorist. There's no question about that. I think that's absolutely true. Okay, and until you know the situation surrounding everything and why people do what they do, we probably should be. But her father is living in the United States, too. Uh, there's a question whether or not he ought to be here, too. <laughs> she 
She goes, what a shame. Again, in an uncomfortable... And, yeah, whatever. Uh, Many Somalians have personally called me to encourage me to speak to the U.S. government to thwart the MOU. And help Somalia. They wanted to know what the U.S. government could do for Somalia to ensure the MOU never turns into... Whoops, I just... That changed way too fast. Did she say anything? Ensure the MOU never turns into a full bilateral agreement. She said, my answer to Somalians was that the U.S. government will only do what Somalians in the U.S. tell them to do. I didn't know the U.S. government was supposed to do what other countries want. The, the U.S. government is supposed to be handling public trust issues for the people. That's what it's supposed to be doing. It's not to infringe on our liberties, which it does constantly. I'm going to show you some of these guys. All their voices are the same. Republican, Democrat, doesn't matter. Most of them are Democrat, but I'm just pulling up the guys who are, who've been in the White House. Their voices are the same. They're speaking lawlessness. They're not speaking leftism. They're speaking lawlessness. And I wish some of our conservative and constitutional and Republican commentators would get that through their thick heads. Quit following the political language that's put up, as Bradley says, that make truth sound, that make lies sound truthful. Quit doing that. Call it for what it is. There's only two sides in, in, in what we're dealing with. Politically, spiritually, everything else. That is lawfulness and lawlessness. That's, you're either on one side or the other. And the fact of the matter is the Bible teaches us that all men are on the side of lawlessness. And that's why they need to be redeemed from the curse of the law which condemns them. Because they never meet the law. They, they never hold the standard of the law up. They violate it. Just like this lady that you're listening to here. She said, Somalians in the U.S. tell the U.S. government what to do. Hmm, crazy. They will do what we want and nothing else. They must follow our orders. And that is how we will safeguard the interest of Somalia. We Somalians must have that confidence in ourselves that we call for the shots in the U.S. We live in the U.S., pay taxes in the U.S., and have a real voice. Yeah, but it's to speak lawfully, chick. It's to speak lawfully. You don't get the right to use the American people's money for Somalians. You don't, get the, you don't have the right to steal from the American people. You don't have the right to come in here and drive American policy for the benefit of Somalia. You just don't have the right to that. Our laws apply to us. Again, this woman is supposed to be a public trustee, if you will. That's what she's supposed to be. Of the U.S. trust. Of the, the monies 
and properties of the people of the United States. And she's been given a a simple task. Article 1. A few things in there. Section 8. That she could, as a member of Congress, have a part of putting legislation forward for the benefit of the people. Not to rob them, not to steal from them, not to help Somalis, not to help Russians, not to help Israel or anybody else. What's in the best interest of the United States? The people of the United States. This is what they do. She says, the U.S. is a country where one of your daughters, myself, is in Congress to represent your interest. I thought you were in there to represent the people's interest in line with the Constitution. She's making it out like the Constitution doesn't exist, that it doesn't limit her, and that the people who have come to America, who call themselves Americans or a Somali-American, whatever, if you want to put those hyphens in there and you want to keep dividing yourself up with everybody else, knock yourself out, as far as I'm concerned, you're either an American or you're not. You're either Somali or you're not. You're not this hyphenated thing. I don't call myself a Scott American because my ancestors came from there. I don't call myself a Cherokee American because my father's side was there. And I'm adopted, so I'm probably a mutt somewhere in the midst of it. But at least what I know of my, the parents that I do have, I don't do that stuff. And neither do most of you. Quit calling yourself, if you're, look, if you have dark skin, quit calling yourself an African American. It sounds stupid. You're an American, period. Don't call yourself a Latino American. You're an American. Either that or you're Mexican, Guatemalan, Honduran, whatever, wherever you're from. That's what you are. You're tied to that. Okay? But she says that one of their daughters, the Somali daughters, is in Congress to represent their interests. And she says, as long as I'm in the U.S. Congress, Somalia will never be in danger. Its waters, the Indian Ocean, will not be stolen by Ethiopia or others. Oh, yeah. This, I, I know this one. I, I, I got this. I remember this. This is the one where the guy flew up to the moon to capture the moon, too, right? This is the same story, right? Because Ethiopia is going to go steal the Indian Ocean. I mean, come on. What a bunch of ridiculousness. The U.S. would not dare to support anyone against Somalia to steal our land or oceans. Sleep in comfort knowing I am here to protect the interests of Somalia from inside the U.S. system. I, I gotta tell you, friends... That sounds like treason to me. Does it not sound like treason to you? Huh? I'm just curious. Does it not sound like treason to you? She is not talking about upholding the Constitution. She is not talking about uh, doing what's right for the American people. She's talking about doing what's right for the Somalian people. Hmm. So let's look at this. Is it treason, what she's engaged in, what she's saying with her own mouth right here? Now, there's more to it. Don't get me wrong. I'm just tired of kind of reading it, but I'm going to give you some other examples here. This is what uh, 
Noel Webster had to say about treason. Here's how he defined the word. Treason is the highest crime of a civil nature of which a man can be guilty. Its signification is different in different countries. In general, it is the offense of attempting to overthrow the government of the state to which the offender owes allegiance. Now, you just heard, did you hear a woman speaking about upholding the Constitution or undermining it? Well, you heard her undermining it by talking about working from the inside of the U.S. system to do all these things for Somalia. Now, I want to ask you something. Is Somalia an ally of the U.S.? Hmm? Is, it, is, it, is it really friendly toward the U.S.? Hmm. Yeah. You guys remember that little incident, Black Hawk Down? Happened under the Clintons? Yeah. Um, but this is, this is where this lady's coming from. Okay? It says, in general, the, it is the defense of attempting to overthrow the government of the, of the state to which the offender owes allegiance or betraying the state into the hands of a foreign power. This sounds like exactly what she's talking about. That the foreign power has got her in position to overthrow the Constitution, which would limit her regarding Somalia, because it gives her no authority in that area, to make sure that Somalia is not, you know, their ocean isn't stolen, <laughs> and the land isn't stolen. And monarchies, the killing of the king or an attempt to take his life, is treason in England to imagine or compass the death of the king or of the prince or of the queen's sort or of the heir apparent to the crown is high treason, as are many other offenses created by the statutes. In the United States, treason is confined to the actual levying of war against the United States or in adhering to their enemies, giving them aid and comfort. You got that? Adhering to their enemies, giving them aid and comfort. Now, I want to ask you, let's just go back here just a little bit. We know Barack Obama gave aid and comfort to the enemies of America, whether they were Muslim, whether they were of the sodomite community, um, whether they were of you know, these, these Antifa-type groups, Black Lives Matter groups, whatever. Was he not giving aid and comfort to them? Yeah. Were they at war with the United States? Yes, they were. All of them are still. What about Donald Trump? Didn't he do that too? Oh yeah, he gave a lot of money to these Muslim Brotherhood front groups. Three times that of Barack Hussein Obama, Satoru Sabarka, according to Judicial Watch. I, I didn't come up with that information. That was the Tom Fitton over there. Three times that of that. Did, did Donald Trump fund those who were at war with America known as Planned Parenthood? By the way, I got this uh, little tidbit of information the other day. Um... You know this chick, uh, all smiles and everything, pushing for the murder of the unborn? Well, her, t her clock's ticking, too. Cecil Richards. Remember this chick? Planned Parenthood? She's got brain cancer. Uh, let me tell you something. You're going to mock God. You're going to go after his kids, the little ones. And he says, it's better for you, Cecil, 
to go wrap a millstone around your neck and throw yourself in the ocean than to sit here and cause one of the little ones to stumble. Has she caused a, little, a lot of little ones to stumble? Nope, she's murdered them. She's helped to murder them. It's worse than causing them to stumble. She's just outright bloodthirsty for the blood of the unborn. And now she's got brain cancer. I, look, I don't wish this on anybody. And it's not by chance that she has this either, by the way. Now, this is the, this is the sovereignty of God that I speak about all the time. Nothing happens by chance. It doesn't. Now, she's been engaged in lawlessness, and whatever you reap, you're going to sow. Or whatever you sow, you're going to reap. Sorry, got that backwards there. You're going to reap it. So there's Ilhan Omar. As far as I'm concerned, she's engaged in outright treason. She's pushing and starting this stuff. You're right. Uh, somebody uh, in, in the channel said Trump's now changed his thing. It, remember, he was on NBC, and he said, yes, the doctor and the woman should be punished in an abortion. Now he's up to, he wants to do the managing thing like the rest of the Republicans. Well, let's manage that baby murder. Wants to start, you know, stop abortions after 15 weeks. That's the same nonsense we've been hearing for decades. Listen, Donnie, even the Supreme Court got it right this time. They were wrong all these years. And you can't get behind it? No, because he's a devil. That's why. And you people who think he's a man of God and all this kind of... Oh, God put him there. He's going to be used of God, but it ain't for what you think he is. It's for judgment. Just like Joe Biden, he's illegitimate, yet he's in the People's White House. Just like God used Barack Hussein Obama, Satoru Sabarka as judgment. Just like he used George W. Bush as judgment. Just like he used Bill Clinton as judgment. All of that was judgment upon us, guys. All of those men in that office were judgment, and many others in there in Congress as well. That's what he does. In fact, we're told in the scriptures that the Lord is known by his judgments, the judgments that he executes. He's not known by his grace and mercy, except by those who know him best, which he has bestowed that upon. But he's known to the world in his judgments. And Ilhan Omar is a part of that judgment. She is. And to think otherwise is to not think biblically. It's not to think the way God has set things up to be. But here's the thing. She's not the only one. She's not the only one. Uh, down at the Texas border, there's treason going on there too. And that's come out of this administration as well. And by the way, don't think that the, the Trump administration was much better. They were doing catch and release for three of the four years that Donnie was in office, by the way. If you didn't know that. They were doing catch and release, catching the illegals, putting them back out on the American streets for three years. And here we've got uh, Governor Greg. I don't know what's going to happen now in Texas. There is... A lot that I like, that I see. I think we're finally seeing at least some semblance, a picture of what the men of the state are supposed to do. And by the way, we're seeing other uh, governors, I think it's 25 of them that we reported the other day, who back Texas in uh, their defiance of the Supreme Court and of the federal government to come down there and cut the razor wire and keep allowing 
illegal aliens to keep crossing the river, crossing the border into the United States. Just stop them. Quit going through all this administrative process where the majority of them are probably going to be found and sent back because they're not leaving for asylum. They're not coming into the United States for asylum. All of that is the voice of treason. It is bringing in an invasion to the United States. By the way, the Constitution backs what Texas is doing. Article 4, Section 4 says, The United States shall guarantee to every state in, the un in this union, is that Texas, does Texas, they're, they're included in that union, right? Yep, they're included there. A Republican form of government, I, I got to tell you, I don't, I'm kind of looking around. There are a few states, I think, that still have a Republican form of government. They got the form of it, but they don't act like it. Article 4, Section 4 goes on. It says, and shall protect each of them against invasion and on application of the legislature of the executive when the legislature, can, legislature cannot be convened against domestic violence. Notice what it says. And shall protect each of them against Invasion. What is the threat of the Supreme Court and the illegitimate Biden administration? What is their threat? Their threat is, take that wire down, you've got to let the illegal alien invasion continue. That's really what they're saying. Okay? That's what they're saying. By the way, my understanding is in the Texas Constitution, they have, uh, there is some authorization that Governor Abbott could pull out, if he wanted to do it, to shoot on sight. Those who are committing this crime coming across the, the border. Do I want that to happen? No. Because contrary to popular opinion, th there are many videos and pictures where there's women and children in there too. I get it. The majority of them are men. Okay? Military-age men. I, I get it. I get it. I'm not trying to diminish that. I am saying, though, there are these others. I think the simple threat of men lined up with guns on that line and say you're not crossing here is enough. It should be enough for most people not to cross it, to go find a place to stay for the night or whatever. This is the other part, Article 1, Section 10 of our Constitution. No state shall, without the consent of Congress, lay in duty of tonnage, keep troops or ships of war in time of peace, enter into any agreement or compact with, any, uh, with another state or with a foreign power or engage in war unless actually invaded or in such imminent danger as will, not admit, as will not admit of delay. Well, Texas is at war. Now, don't get me wrong. I, I don't buy for one minute that Greg Abbott uh, is acting out of anything other than political expediency. Because he would have been doing this a long time ago. I, I've told you, look... I think most of us are in agreement about how we see certain things. If I was the governor of Texas, I would have, I would have shut this stuff down a long time ago. long time ago. I would have called up the Texas militia and been training those boys. That's what I did. I said, you want, the pe you want the power back? You really want power back in the hands of the people? You call forth the constitutional militia. Governors out there, I don't care if you're a Republican or Democrat, you really want to defend yourself against a tyrannical federal beast system? Call up your militia. Start training those men in the districts they're in. Start training them. 
Give them the officers they need to lead them there, to guide them and to train them. You get those boys working, you won't have to worry about the tyranny. No, now you're going to have groups of men who are trained. They know what the law is. They know how to execute the law. They know how to repel invasions. They know how to put down insurrections. They know how to enforce the law. You start calling them up, governors. Come on. That's right. You can say amen. That's okay. Call up the men of your, of your, of your states and start training them. Not as some army that can be controlled by the state in some kind of you know, fashion against other people or to cause havoc or anything, but to enforce the law. Men haven't been taught. We've, taught that, we've talked about this many, many times. Men have not been taught. And because they've not been taught, because they don't have that knowledge, they're being destroyed. Read Hosea. That's what, this is what he's saying. They don't understand the law. What is a part of our law in America? It is the Constitution that says that the militia is to be the law enforcer. Not the boys in blue, not the thin blue line. That's a, that's a ruse, man. And no offense to cops. I'm not trying to offend you. That's not what I'm after. But the fact of the matter is, the only people in our Constitution who are to uphold the law, who are to enforce it, are the militia. That's the men. That's the men of the United States. If you want to see real change, quit going to the voting booth and voting for people that you don't know anything about except for what they tell you. Quit doing that. Start dealing in your own neck of the woods. Yep. As the ladies say in the chat, be a vocal local. That's what you need to be. If you won't do it there, your vote isn't going to matter anyway. So here's these things. Texas has it, but they're being told, you better not do that. You, you, you've got till Friday to let my boys come in and cut that fence up. Yeah, go take a jump in the swamp you live in there, bro. That's what they should tell him. But listen, that voice that you hear there is no different than this voice right here. Of this and... Uh I think you, in your meeting with governors earlier this week, individually and, and as a group, we spoke about, um, about states taking steps, but the focus is to literally give families and give local law enforcement additional tools if an individual is reported to be a, a potential danger to themselves or others. Allow due process so that no one's rights are trampled, but, but the ability to go to court obtain an order, and then collect not only the firearms, but any, any weapons in the possession or of that Or might take the firearms first and then go to court, because that's another system, because a lot of times, by the time you go to court, it takes so long to go to court to get the due process procedures. Uh, I like taking the guns early, like in this just like any good tyrant. case. That just just like any tyrant. Florida. He had a lot of firearms. They saw everything. To go to court would have taken a long time. So you could do exactly what you're saying, but take the guns first, go through due process second. Okay, good. Yeah, take the guns first. Forget that due process. Forget the Fifth Amendment to the United States Constitution exists, and I took an oath to it before God and man to uphold it. Nah, I like doing it my way. I did it my... You know, that would be Trump's song. I, I don't know why he's not playing that. I don't know why he doesn't play that as rally. I did it my way. You know, it was a very satanic song from uh, Frank Sinatra there. Did it my way, not God's way. I did it my way. This is Trump. It's the same voice. 
You people may get offended, but it's a direct, that was a direct attack on the Fifth Amendment. Direct attack on it. Wasn't upholding it, it was a direct attack. It's the same voice. The same voice. Donald Trump also pushed the red flag laws based on this, by the way. Okay? He pushed the red flag laws. And red flag laws are pretended law. They're not the real thing. They're, they're not real because they undermine the law. Okay? They undermine about seven or eight of the first amendments to the Bill of Rights. And Donald Trump was the one pushing that. In fact, it was his DOJ that was funding states that would, that would write red flag laws against you in violation of the law. What, listen, what did, we, what did we read? I'm just going to pull it up over here. This is the Declaration of Independence. What did we read there? Let me see if I can blow this up just a little bit. Okay. Uh, so you guys will be able to read it when I pull this up. Um, okay. So this is in the Declaration of Independence. This are, these are the things, the, agree, uh, the grievances that the colonists had against King George and the Parliament there. And they speak specifically to the king. He has combined with others to subject us to a jurisdiction foreign to our constitution. Now remember, the king was acting and the parliament was acting tyrannically too. They were acting treasonously against the people. They were. He's combined with us to subject us to a jurisdiction foreign to our constitution and unacknowledged by our laws. So he was acting outside of the law. That's, ty that's tyranny. That's defined as tyranny, as, as lawlessness. Giving his assent to their acts of pretended legislation. Hmm. So all of that's in play there. And that was Trump. Now, what about Biden? Well, Biden's the same thing. Biden is preaching the same red flag law message that Trump is. On top of the illegal invasion stuff. He's been pushing the red flag law stuff too. See how it works? One party gets in power... And they kind of set up things, and it doesn't seem as bad. Then the other party comes in, and they take what was set up, and they run with it. It's kind of like the Republicans come in, load the gun, put it in the holster, get the bazookas, get the grenades and all, and leave them laying on the desk for Democrats. They're working together. They're working together in all of this. And then when the Democrats get all the weaponry and they start using it against the people, all the Republicans can seem to muster are some good your mama jokes, oh, you're a traitor, you're treasonous, blah, 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 blah. But they never bring justice, which makes them accomplices to the crimes. It makes them, it makes them accomplices to the crimes of those they claim to oppose. How is that? How can you be an accomplice and you keep doing all this? By the way, um, you know, years ago, Barack Obama was going after guns, too. Just like Joe Biden, just like Donald Trump was. Don't, don't tell me he's a pro-Second Amendment guy. You just heard what he said. He's a P.T. Barnum. But Obama was saying the same stuff. I mean, he was, he was going after all of this stuff, too. Listen to these tyrants. This is Mao Zedong. 1938, by the way. 
All political power comes from the barrel of a gun. The Communist Party must command all the guns that way. No guns can ever be used to command the party. Uh, there was also this quote by Adolf Hitler, to conquer a nation, first disarm its citizens. Yeah, that's exactly right. That's exactly right. By the way, let me throw this out here. Mao Zedong, all political power comes from the barrel of a gun. Yeah, Here's, listen to me, Americans. I'm not calling for violence. I think there's a place for violence. I think there's a good place for some violence. If it's done lawfully, and I say lawfully, in defense. Okay? You're already under attack. You don't need a full, you've already had a full frontal assault. You just, you're in the midst of it. Three and a half years under the convicts. That's a full frontal assault on every American person here who's listening to me. Much of that came through Donald Trump releasing the bioweapon into the public and pimping it. He continues to pimp it. Why you would put a man in office that you know has single-handedly put out a bioweapon to you and your friends and your family and has killed millions of people, but he didn't mandate it to him. He put it out. He put it out. Let me ask any of you out there, any of you, you had a medicine, you had a food, or whatever, and you knew that it would kill half of the people if you served it to them. Would you serve it? Would you, would you tell the people to eat it, that it was good for them, no matter the fact that you know maybe somebody else in your kitchen served it up to them, and it already injured or killed some people? Hmm? What, what, what would you do? What would you do? Majority of people out there ain't going to serve that stuff. But Donnie did. Served it up and told everybody to take it. Continues to tell them to take it. And said it saved millions of lives when the opposite is true. Don't tell me his voice is different than Barack Hussein Obama, Joe Biden, Ilhan Omar. Don't tell me it's different. It's not. It's speaking the same lawlessness. What does Scripture tell us? Book of Proverbs has several renditions of this little phrase, and it, it does this a lot. Uh, the Book of Proverbs usually has something that it focuses on, and then it, it will reiterate that several times, almost verbatim. There's a little difference in what's said, but it will do this to communicate a certain truth of wisdom. Proverbs 29.2. This is the first one I'll take you to. When the righteous are in authority... The people rejoice when the righteous are in authority. Not when they lead, not when they rule, when they're in authority. Who gives authority? Well, in this country, the people give it, but ultimately God is the one giving it, right? And that what Jesus told Pilate? You have no authority except it come to you from my Father. Unless my Father had given it to you, you wouldn't have any authority. So even the wicked tyrants, when they gain authority, God has put them there for a purpose, and that is judgment. Now, you may not like the sound of that. Frankly, I don't care. That is the reality. That's the reality. This is why it amazes me when, you know, I would expose Trump for his lawlessness, even playing his own words like I just did, and people would still say, 
you know, but, well, you don't know everything he does, and they give all the excuses for his lawlessness. What they don't understand, all of you Trump supporters, listen, yeah, the other guys are bad, I get it. I get that. That doesn't mean that the guy you're supporting is good. That's the part where you're missing it. And so, when the righteous are in authority, the people rejoice. But when the wicked bear rule, the people mourn. Proverbs 28, 12. When righteous men do rejoice, there's great glory. Remember, he says, if you're under the righteous rule, there's joy, right? They, the people rejoice. But when the wicked rise, a man is hidden. Why? Because he doesn't want to play whack-a-mole with tyrants. He don't want to stand up and say something because of what? The tyrant's going to knock his head in. Proverbs 28, 28. When the wicked rise, men hide themselves. See, that's what they're doing. And I see a lot of people doing that, using anonymous names and all this other stuff. That's a cowardice, guys. I'm just going to tell you. What does the Bible say about cowards? It says they're the first ones into the lake of fire. I believe that's Revelation chapter 21, I think. First ones in are cowards and the unbelieving. So when the wicked rise, men hide themselves. But when they perish, that is the wicked, the wicked, the righteous increase. Now, when they perish, oh, that's a big word. That's a big word. That's when they're done and gone. They're off the planet. They're not here to be tyrannical against their fellow man anymore. No, no, no. They're sent right directly to the judge. Here's another one. Proverbs 11.10. When it goeth well with the righteous, the city rejoiceth. And when the wicked perish. When they perish. That's dying. That's getting rid of them. There is shouting. There is celebration. Oh, if you'll go back through history and you see when these tyrants are finally caught. And the people do to them what they do to them. Bradley's got a video on that. Um, I don't know if it was Last Words of the Tyrants. I, f I forget what the, the video was that he has. It's on our Sons of Liberty radio channel. Not the live one, but the other one. And he goes through all of these tyrants throughout history and what they were doing and the irony in their deaths of what the people did to them. That's coming here, too. By the way, bad guys in D.C., bad guys at the World Economic Forum, bad guys in Russia or China or wherever you're at, it's coming for you, too. It's coming for you, too. The people will. God's going to use the people. Just like he's using you to judge the people, he's going to use the people to judge you. He's going to use the people to judge you. You may think you're getting away with it. You may deceive yourself into thinking you're going to own the world. You're going to have it all. God's going to get you. And he's going to use his people to do it. You watch. You watch and see. That's the way he's done it throughout history. That's the way he's done it throughout history. You're messing with his kids. He's not going to let that go. So, you've heard the voice of tyranny. I could, look, I could sit here all morning and I could pull up video after video, Republicans and Democrats doing the same thing, talking lawlessness, pushing lawlessness, feeding into the lawlessness, the treason and the tyranny, giving aid and comfort to our enemies and violating the law that we established to fence them in.
Now, let me ask you something. Are you listening to those voices, any of those people that I just gave you? If you do, you need to repent and stop listening to them. You need to listen to, as we played in the pre-show music, the voice of truth. That's what you need to listen to. Where does that come from? My sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. And then he goes on and he says, and the voice of another they won't follow. Friends, what are you following this morning? Are you following the voice of treason? Or the voice of truth? Which one are you following? I, I want to know. Which one? Yeah. It's interesting. I know. My music's gone here. We had a little glitch there. Something shut down. And that's it. So, 10 seconds here. Catch Bradley at 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central. SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. Lord willing, we'll be back with you in the morning, 6 a.m. bright and early. Talk to you then. See ya.